0: What is going on, folks? Good 3.54 p.m. on this Friday, March 24th afternoon, podcast listeners. Um, I am your co-host, Lewis, and today we are covering the latest sports news as well as other fun topics to have to do with sports. If you're listening to us, chances are you have interest in sports because this is the home of every sports fan, as we are a sports podcast. Week by week, we tackle some of the biggest sports issues and news to provide you guys with proper insight as well as entertainment. We have updated our podcast channel as we're now monetized. So if you want to check us out, our older episodes, uh, you can look at us on Apple Podcasts and just look up the Friends with Thoughts podcast and then colon archived. There is some big news. There are some big news, I guess. Uh my grammar's not too good. We now have a website. So if you want to go on our website, it's free of charge. It's not gonna kill you if you do this. Just search fwtnetwork.com. Again, that's fwtnetwork.com. And with that website, you can check out the latest episodes that we've thrown out to you the blogs that we post with sports and episodes. And you can even sign up for our email campaign, which sends you the latest sports news twice daily, morning and at night, all for free. Soon, we'll also have a Patreon if you really want to donate. And you can also buy some merchandise, which is available on our website. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at friendswiththoughts. Thank you all for tuning in and giving an abundance of support and motivation to cre- for us to create new and innovative content for your pleasure. So... Today's topics ABCs and 123s, DEFs and 456s, our thankful throwback, and the hint is it has to do with a major sports draft, the winners and losers of the NFL free agency so far, as well as our five biggest NFL trades and signings. Later on, we'll cover the Aaron Rodgers situation, the Edwin Diaz and Jose Altuve, WBC injury slash incidents, and the Darius Slay contract kerfuffle. But before we start, Brendan, introduce yourself.
1: What is up? We are, we are back! (laughs) I'm back! Oh, man. People love to, people love to see me. Haters want to be me. You know, I come (laughs) up with, I come up with those good rhymes and raps. (laughs) Um, I am Brendan, as you guys just heard from Lewis. I am the, we're both goofballs, but I feel like I'm more of a goofball. We're equally. Yeah, um, I like to have fun on this podcast. Talk sports, and let's get straight into it with with our ABCs and one two threes. So I decided. So the sport today is basketball. I've decided to do it a little bit differently today. Okay. How instead so? of having, instead of having. Three players like I have throughout this segment in weeks past. I have two stars, two NBA stars, and I have probably close to double the amount of categories that I normally have just because I'm like, if I'm having one less person, I might as well add more categories. So, Lewis, do you need the categories, or do you still have them from when I told you the categories earlier?
0: Uh, you didn't tell me the categories, but you told me how many, like, bars to put.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, the categories are points per game. Okay. Assists per game rebounds per game. Okay. Free throw percentage. Yep. All-star game appearances. Yep. Um championships. Okay. And regular season MVPs okay. and finals MV- and finals MVPs. Okay. So I'll give you the first player who has 30.1 points per game. Okay. 5.3 assists, 6.2 rebounds. Okay. Um he has an 83.5 free throw percentage. Yet 5 MVPs 14 All-Star games. Like 5 regular season MVPs, 14 regular season er, 14 All-Star games. Okay. 6 championships, 6 finals MVPs. Okay. The second player is actually so I'm comparing a old timey player to a uh, a person who's still currently playing, but the second player, as of like a week ago, is twenty seven point two points.
0: Right. So twenty
1: seven point two. Uh. Seven point three assists, seven point five rebounds. Okay. Um, seventy three and a half free throw percentage. I'm good with that. Four MVPs okay. regular season. Okay. Nineteen all star games. Okay four championships, four finals MVPs. Okay. Uh I think it's quite evident. Uh So based off those base stats, who would you rather have?
0: Based off like the stats as in how they're playing, okay? I'm...
1: Based off based off what I gave you. Who would you rather have? Oh number 1 or number 2? Oh, my God.
0: See, to me, honestly, I don't care what the M- like. I care about the MVP stuff. I don't care what the final MVP. I don't care about the championships. It's so irrelevant. Like, a team wins a championship, not just one player, you know? So I'm just not even going to look at the championship. All-star games I do want to look at, but at the same time, if you've got a team that's stacked, you know, you may miss out on a year because they can't have too many. Hold on. I'm trying to think of the most logical thing here. I like player one's free throw percentage and points per game, but that assist the assist game and rebounds a game are obviously not as good as the other two, but again, points per game is one of the most important. I think I'm going to go with player one.
1: Player one. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to just let you know that you have settled the goat debate. Oh, number one was Michael Jordan. Okay. Number
0: two was LeBron James. Oh, I settled the GOAT debate. Okay.
1: So so that's what I meant when I said you settled the GOAT debate, is that you basically chose between MJ and LeBron. Jeez. That was... See, if you told me the names, I'd probably freak out about
0: it because I just hear the names, but it's like giving someone a bottle of Fiji water and a bottle of Aquafina, but in, like, a, a glass... And they don't know the difference, you know? It's like, they're not their brain's not attached to the brand. It's just like, go for it, you know? I just went for it. I didn't know the brand. I just looked at numbers. I was not, you know, biased. Because some people are LeBron fans. And they think he's the best. Don't get me wrong, he's great. But, Brendan, what's your thoughts? Jordan right now, Michael Jordan, for now in the foreseeable future, the the GOAT?
1: I... I am going with Jordan. Good. If... I... I don't see myself ever picking LeBron to be better than Jordan. No. We're never gonna... Like, if... No. If Jordan had played... If Jordan had... Had never retired those... Like, two times or whatever it was, like, I would say he would there would be no debate between it because jordan retired the first time during his prime and missed out on that season and a half and then he missed out on another i think it was like three seasons between um another three seasons between that between the rockets and bulls yeah
0: See, Brennan, I gotta be honest. Like you've got a good knowledge about basketball, but because I'm kind of like, I'm not gonna say dumb about it, but like I don't really, I don't really know much. It's like, you don't really see, like you don't really talk a lot about it because you know I'm not that smart when it comes to that. But I promise my uh my my homework this weekend will be to research on basketball a little more so that we can have conversations, and you're not the only one who knows. <laughs> anyways So anyways, the next segment that I'll be doing is a oh, is a uh DEFs and four five sixes and uh this um this segment I'll ask Brendan later to choose from these three uh when I ask him. So for now these are This is is what we're going to be doing. So, for this week of the DES and 456s, it's just basically you get three players. I tell you their names. uh, That's literally all I'm going to do. And you're going to tell me which one would you rather play with. You only can choose one out of these three. Okay. And you tell me which one would you rather play with. And... You don't have to say why. You can when I, you know, ask. But it's just giving you three names. You tell me who you'd rather play with. So, what do you rather play with? You just spoke of him. Michael Jordan. Wayne Gretzky or Babe Ruth. Brendan?
1: Uh. So, Jordan Gretzky or Babe Ruth. Who would I rather play with? See, it's hard because... Babe Ruth was like whatever 40 years before probably like 40 years before both Jordan and Gretzky so Uh, who is a bigger the bigger star I I would say Gretzky I'd rather play with Gretzky just because NBAs there's a debate between Jordan and um, LeBron so there's no definitive goat for that sport and baseball you can't really pick a goat because like you got to account for all the pitchers you got to account for all the hitters there's a lot of players to account for for baseball and positions to account for so you can't pick one definitive goat. So I would rather play with Gretzky. Okay. Knowing that I'm playing with the definitive hands down.
0: Fair. Okay, that's good. Um, if I'm being honest, I would probably choose sorry. One sec. I'd probably choose uh Gretzky as well. Um, so yeah. If I'm being honest, I mean, Michael Jordan, that's quite tempting, but in the end, I think, uh, Gretzky's the way to go. So, third topic of business, Brendan?
1: Yep, so, today, our next segment is, oh when we're getting off the ground, which is the thankful Thursday episode, or Thursday kind of, um, for now, we're doing segments, but later on, we will turn it into, like, doc, have some documentaries. So, this one, we are going to do a 2015 NHL redraft, like a NHL, 2015 NHL draft or redraft. Um, it's a really, I would say, loaded draft with a lot of talent. And I think that I just won't, we'll do like the first, we're doing the first half of the first round and we'll see kind of where everybody lands and who we have the same and who we have different kind of thing. Um, So I will state the pick, the team who owns that pick the original pick, and then we'll both say if it's the same or who the new pick is. So at okay. the first overall pick, the Edmonton Oilers took Connor McDavid. I think we can agree that McDavid is the definitive first overall pick either way in this redraft.
0: Uh yes we can. <laughs>
1: The second overall pick belonged to the Buffalo Sabres, where they took Jack Eichel. In this redraft, Lewis, who do you have at number two?
0: I took Mitch Marner.
1: I also took Mitch Marner. Number three belonged to the Arizona Coyotes, where they took Dylan Strom. Uh, For number
0: three, the Coyotes, I chose Sebastian Ajo
1: nice at number four the maple leafs took mitch marner wait who did you pick at
0: number three
1: i took sorry at number three i took miko rantanen for the arizona coyotes okay number four the toronto maple leafs took mitch marner since he's off the board for both of us who did you pick? at number four yeah kirill kaprizov Yep, I also took Kirill the Thrill-Kaprizov. <laughs> number five, the at pick number five, the Carolina Hurricanes originally took Noah Hannafin. Who do you have at this redraft for number five?
0: I have them taking Mikko Rantanen.
1: I have the Hurricanes taking Sebastian ha- Aho, 30 picks earlier than they norm- originally took them. Ah. At- I see what you did. At pick number six, the New Jersey Devils took a Pavel Saka. Who do you have at number six?
0: At number six, I have Jack Eichel.
1: At number six, I have Kyle Connor. Ooh. Number seven, the Philadelphia Flyers took Ivan Provorov. Who do you have? Or number seven. They have took Ivan Provorov. Who do you have at number seven? At number seven,
0: I have Thomas
1: Shabbat. At number seven, I have Jack Eichel. Nice. Number eight, the Blue Jackets took Zach Werenski. Who do you have at number eight? At number eight, I have
0: Zach Wierinski.
1: I decided at number eight that the... I'm going to throw a curveball here. At number eight, the Columbus Blue Jackets will take Matt Barzal. Okay. Wow. Number nine, the San Jose Sharks took Timu... Meyer. At number nine, who do you have the Sharks taking?
0: Number nine, I have the Sharks taking Ivan Provorov.
1: Provorov, sorry. <laughs> nice. I have them taking Travis Konechny. Ooh. At number 10, the Colorado Avalanche took Miko Rantanen. Since he's off the board for both of us, who do you have taking them taking at number 10.
0: Number 10, I have the Colorado Avalanche selecting Kyle Connor, who plays for the Winnipeg Jets.
1: I have them taking Brock Besser. Okay. At number 11, the Florida Panthers took Lawson Krause. Who do you have going at number 12... or 11, sorry. I've got
0: Timu Meyer.
1: Um, I had one pick, but I'm going to switch it up because I don't want one team having all this... just for the sake of it. At number 11, I have the Florida Panthers taking Zach Wurinski.
0: Zach Wurinski.
1: Yeah. Okay. At number 12 the Dallas Stars took Denise Gurianov. Who do you have them taking?
0: At number 12, I have Dallas taking Brock Besser, which I know you're a huge fan of Brock.
1: I'm not that big of a
0: fan of Brock. I've, he- I've heard you scream in excitement when he was available in one of our hockey drafts. You're like, oh, Brock Besser is still
1: available?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I took... Elias Samsonov at number 12.
0: Oh, hot take. Damn. How? They had freaking better goalies than Samsonov in that draft.
1: 150 games, a winning record, and a sub-2-8 goals against.
0: Oh, my God. But Dallas already has a good goalie. Er Or... yeah. Well, eh, at the time they didn't. Right. Wait, maybe the, uh, Ben Bishop was eh, Have your opinion on Ben Bishop, but at the time they had him. Anyways, that's uh, okay. I, I see that. I see that.
1: Well, he's a. I honestly th- think he's a great goalie, and I do. You're right. So you're right. You're right. Number thirteen, the Bruins. Take Jacob Zabril. Who do you have at number 13?
0: Uh, number 13, I've got the Bruins taking Andrew Manchapani.
1: I have them taking Timu Meyer. Nice. At number 14, the Bruins also had this pick, and they took Jacob Debrusque. Who do you have in this redraft?
0: I have... Joel Eriksson Eck.
1: I have them taking... Ivan Provorov. Okay. At number 15... The Bruins took... It. Zach... Senshin. <sighs> that's, that's how we're gonna say his name?
0: Yeah, that's how I got it on. Who? Do,
1: who do you have in this redraft?
0: Uh, in this redraft, I have Matthew Barzal.
1: I have Thomas Shabbat. Oh, wow. I originally so originally had the Panthers taking Meyer at 11, and then Wurinsky, Provorov, Shabbat, 13, 14, 15 to the Bruins. But I'm like, I don't want to have three defensemen going to the Bruins, so I swapped Meyer for Wurinsky. Nice. I see so the that logic. is that is the end of that segment and I will move us on to the five biggest trades and free agent signings so far in the NFL offseason. Um well, do you want to go like alternating or do you want to go do you want to go alternating or do you want to s- Do I do my list and then you do your list?
0: Uh, we can... We can alternate.
1: Okay, so... Since we are alternating, I'll go first and then Louis will go second. Um, My biggest trade that I have written down... Or... It's honestly in no particular order. Yeah. So since I'm, it's in no particular order, my first one is that the commanders re-signed Deron Payne to a four-year, $90 million contract, making him the second highest paid defensive tackle in NFL history, only trailing Aaron Donald.
0: Wow. I was going to put that one on, uh, but I I knew you would cover that. I didn't want to steal it from you. Now, the first one I have, you may have as well, but I want you to still talk about it from your lens. It's the Bears trading away their first round pick, or first overall pick, sorry. Uh, On Friday, March 10th, 2023, I was at Detroit Metro Airport inside of P.F. Chang's in the McNamara Terminal. And out of nowhere at the dinner table... Okay, guys, my ringer was on once in class, and Brendan knows it's me... My parents didn't know this was me. The ESPN ringtone sounds, you know exactly how it sounds, eh, Brendan? Do-do-do, do-do-do. He hears it a million times in our accounting class. He gets annoyed, okay, guys? My parents, they're like, why is this on? Why is this, uh, why is this ringer on? Breaking news, the Bears trade their first overall pick to the Panthers. And I was about to leave for Florida, and I was thinking of uploading an episode with Brendan while I was on the plane. But I had to pay 100 bucks to get Wi-Fi on the plane. I didn't do it. Um so, the Bears got 2023 pick 9 and 61, 2024 first round pick, second round pick and highly regarded wide receiver DJ Moore. The Panthers get the 2023 first overall pick, 13th time in his, 13th time in history that a team has traded the first overall pick. So, clearly a win for the Bears, but for the Panthers on the other side, they uh, may have gotten fleeced a bit. Okay.
1: okay uh, I had this list as the uh, the Bears get two first, two seconds and DJ Moore for the first overall pick as the first one I wrote, but I wanted to cover Deron Payne first. So, yeah, I think that the Bears... Could have squeezed a little bit more out of the trade because it is the first overall pick, but they did, however, fleece. Um, they did, however, fleece the Panthers in this trade. The Lewis, your second one.
0: Okay, my second one is the Lions signing C.J. Gardner-Johnson, just because I'm biased with my Lions. The reason why I said this was okay they didn't have that like it wasn't a huge dollar figure but the fact that they got the leader in interceptions last year for 8 million dollars over one year i mean that's pretty big you know he went to the super bowl with philly led the league in interceptions as a safety uh he's going to be on a one year deal worth 6.5 guaranteed and up to 8 million dollars uh, this is huge because our secondary has struggled time and time again. We've tried in the draft with Jeff Okuda, and he has really been not that much, not what we expected. And uh, just bolstering that secondary has has me confident that we're, you know, contenders, big contenders. So, yeah, good signing.
1: My third one is the... Houston Texans re-signing Laramie Tunsil to a three-year, seventy-five million-dollar contract. Pretty big deal. They re-sign a top offensive lineman and help protect one of their whoever they end up getting in the draft, which is good for them.
0: Okay. So for me, my third guy is Bengals signing Orlando Brown, offensive tackle. Orlando Brown is now the top tackle of the Bengals, whether you like it or not. But being paid sixty million dollars a year, and that's the that's the uh, third highest on the team for that position alone, which is quite shocking. So, okay, Orlando Brown, ninety-two percent pass block rate. And ranked 18th best tackle last year in the National Football League, Bengals get another top O lineman to produce their gem, QB Joe Burrow. Brendan, your next guy.
1: Are you there? Brendan? I forgot I was muted. Lewis Sorry, said I muted you. Lewis said. Lewis said he wants us muted for some reason, so...
0: It's because the background um, noises of both of us. I don't um, want it to interfere with us, and then it gets on the audio. So
1: my fourth, my fourth one is, of course, um, the Orlando Brown signing. Joe Burrow finally gets protection, which is good for him. Uh, that's all I really got to say. Which one is your fourth?
0: My fourth guy is the Dolphins trading for Jalen Ramsey. I really hope you don't have that, too, because that would just suck. Jalen Ramsey goes to Miami. The Rams lose their best DB in return for a third rounder in 2023. And tight end Hunter Long, never heard of that guy. The uh, three-time All-Pro DB now joins now joins the Dolphins on a two-year guarantee of the three seasons left on his Rams contract. His coverage stats have worsened, though, from 2021 to 2022, with an increase of uh, completion percentage, yards per attempt, a decrease in tight window percentage, and a worsened touchdown-to-interception ratio. The Dolphins now have a three-time first-team All-Pro DB alongside yet another All-Pro DB, Xavier Howard.
1: So, my last one is actually not that trade. It is the Bears signing Tremaine Edmonds to a four year seventy two million dollar contract. I think I saw that that makes him the highest paid like in or I saw something where he's like a high, the highest paid something. But the Bears. Basically, replace who they needed to replace, and it's going to prove helpful for their team in the long run.
0: I'll try to make this quick. Can't promise anything. Giants trade for Darren Waller. The New York Giants get top tight end Darren Waller in a gradual three-way trade. In October, the Giants sent wide receiver Kadarius Toney to Arrowhead Stadium for a 2023 third-round pick. With that 2023 KC third-round pick, the Giants have sent that to SimCity for 2020 um, Pro Bowler Darren Waller. Uh, Waller provides aggressiveness when healthy and should be affixed to the poorly talented wide receiver and tight end core in East, in East Rutherford when not injured, 2020. Uh, he put up over 1,000 a, a receiving yards two years consecutively, 2019-2020. Waller must be regarded as a top tight end despite last year's inconsistency due to injury. This was a huge advancement for the well. I'm not going to say white-hot Giants, but the Giants who have done better last year than they did the year before. (laughs) They are not white-hot at all.
1: Okay, Um, moving us on to our next segment, which is our three biggest winners and losers of the offseason so far. Um, We're going to go three wins first. Um, We're just going to... I'm going to say my three, and then Lewis will say his three. Then I'll move us on to our three losses, and then you can kind of just explain why for each. Okay. So um, my first win is Daniel Jones. He got paid like a top quarterback, even though he is not. The second one is the Houston Texans. Had a lot of cap space and decided to spend it to greatly improve their roster. And then number three is, surprisingly, the Carolina Panthers. They signed some offensive weapons for the QB. They will eventually draft at the first overall slot. Lewis, your three winners.
0: My three winners won the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins re-signed key players, as well as acquiring six-time Pro Bowl defensive back Jalen Ramsey, in addition to already having former first team all pro Xavier howard this team looks dangerous a great off season for a team who's um who's faced oh yeah oh my goodness how can we forget about this they faced penalties due to tampering but did that really do anything uh second team i've got are the Houston Texans jeez it's like being the system eh uh, the Houston Texans a team finished second worst in 2022 but that meant nothing in terms of rebuilding. They went out and they signed Robert Woods, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary, Case Keenum, and Shaq Shaq Mason, to name a few. Expect a much improved Texans team come this season, obviously because they finished almost dead last last year. Uh, The Bears are my third winner. Shocking, eh? You got two teams on this list that finished bottom two. But they're winners in this because the Bears could not be left out. We expected absolutely nothing more than them getting a couple of assets in exchange for the first overall pick. Which of course was an amazing win for them. But in addition to that, they got—they were free agency beasts and went out there and got star linebacker Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. Then they said that wasn't enough. Let's get one more outside linebacker. And they went with Nate Davis former third-rounder. They got a quality wide receiver, DJ Moore, in times where it's hard to find good wideouts, and also got a plethora of draft picks, and of course, three off-the-ball linebackers.
1: Okay, so I did want to put the Bears on my list, but I just thought, like, the Texans were a clear winner, Daniel Jones was a clear, I felt like was a clear winner. Um, the Panthers, yes, they traded a lot for the first overall pick, but did get a lot of weapons through, through free agency. I did feel like the Bears, though, had a, have had a tremendous offseason and has done a lot of work to improve their roster. Okay, so now we'll move on to the, our three losses. Number one for me is the Giants, because they decided to keep Daniel Jones over Saquon Barkley. The second one is Saquon Barkley and Joshua Jacobs. Both guys got franchised head, thus meaning they couldn't get the money they wanted. And then the third team is Green Bay, because they have signed a little free agents and Rodgers is already one foot out the door, even though the Packers have all the leverage and could get... Be- He's Rodgers says he wants to go to the... is playing for the Jets next year, um, with him saying that the Packers have all the leverage in trade talks, and it is basically forcing him not to trade him. Lewis?
0: Okay, So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Brendan's, um, I guess, um, tidbit. It was great. I liked it. Um, I guess the last part of this uh, would be my part. The Rams, the Ravens, Packers, my three losers. The Rams lost so many key players and don't have the money to bring in replacements or resign them. Uh, they lost Nick Scott, Taylor Rapp, Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Bobby Wagner, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Gay. 2023 will be a horror movie for Sean McVay. For the Ravens, they haven't signed one guy. They take Lamar, but will most likely trade him away. Also, lost one of their elite defensive linemen, Calais Campbell. Things do not look good. Promi- do, don't look promising for the upcoming season. Expect a losing record if Lamar leaves. And finally, the Packers. It looks like the heartbreaking loss with everything on the line versus Detroit will be Aaron's last game wearing green and gold. The Packers will most likely lose Aaron. They've lost their best wide receiver, Allen Robinson, and top safety, Adrian Amos, to name a few. All around, a, do- a dormant offseason in terms of re-signing and signing new guys to replace the old ones. Okay, so we'll move on now to the Aaron Rodgers saga. Aaron Rodgers has made it clear that he wants to play for Robert Saleh and the Jets have made it clear that they want Aaron to be their franchise QB that they haven't had since Joe Namath, who will retire his number for Aaron such that he gets traded. But that's a key word, traded. If Aaron isn't traded, all of this would in actuality be a waste of our time. But why does this seem so likely? Why most likely will he be traded away? Well, simply it's because the Packers know that if the Jets have to bow to the Packers in order to get Aaron, they will. They simply will. The Packers know that without Aaron, they have the freedom to do whatever they want without being gaslighted by an ayahuasca-addicted QB who was stepping into 2023 with some of the worst stats of his life following a nasty 2022 in terms of interceptions. Finally, the Packers know that they can get by with Jordan Love and that itself makes it so tempting to trade it away. And, mind you, the Packers wouldn't have to pay Rodgers' $50 million AAV. Okay, Edwin Diaz. The Mets closer Edwin Diaz just ended his season. He just decided, let's celebrate our Puerto Rico WBC win so hard that I tear my patellar tendon and undergo surgery the next day. The 29-year-old will miss eight months of ball, all to celebrate advancing to the quarterfinals. Chill out, dude. Jose Altuve, the Astros star Jose Altuve will miss... The first two months in the majors after being hit by a pitch for his team in the USA. A ninety-six mile per hour fastball fractured his right thumb. Mauricio Dubon will be Altuve's intern, interim, sorry. Uh while he returns uh that's probably gonna be around late May. So until late May, Mauricio Dubon is going to be his replacement. Darius Slay, the Philly Eagles, agreed with Darius Slay to sign him to an extension guaranteed twenty-three million dollars and worth up to forty-two. He's now under contract for the next three seasons. Last year, Slay posted three interceptions, 15 assists, and 40 solo. That has been the Friends with Thoughts podcast episode. I'm Brendan. or er, sorry. That uh, from Brendan and Lewis. Have a great day. And remember, there's going to be a, a documentary coming up this summer about many of the greatest sports moments in history. So thank you all for watching, and have a blessed weekend. <laughs>